Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people But the Lord shall In return you will see such a big difference 
Lord 
listen. But at the age of 15, they shall step back from the priesthood. They shall assist their brothers in the service of the Lord. And younger people shall take up the ministry. Oh, oh, this is your turn to work from 25 to 15. This is your season from 25 to 15. This is the best time of your life to work for the Lord from 25 to 
will be working 25 to 50, yeah, yeah, 25 to 50, serving Jesus 25 to 50, doing missions 25 to 50, I'm first center 25 to 50, we're gonna work 25 to 50, we're gonna serve 25 to 50, we're gonna go 25 to 50, we're gonna pray 25 to 50, we'll be fasting 25 to 50, we'll be serving 25 to 50, hey, 25 to 50, yeah, 25 to 50. I've heard men 
ladies and gentlemen, I have good news for you. Bishop is back home today. And I believe that he has a word in season. Do you believe it? Are you ready for the word? Then clap your hands, make some Holy Ghost noise as we welcome to the pulpit Bishop Richard Aye. One, two, three, four. Hallelujah. Thank you. Beautiful. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. Thank you for your word that you have prepared for us. Thank you for the blessing of hearing your word. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name. And everybody screamed, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Mercy. Hallelujah. Well, good to be in church. And um, seven great principles. Are you blessed by seven great principles? You want some more seven great principles? Okay, we have some more seven great principles for you. Turn your Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 2. Straight to the point. You okay with that? Okay, 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. It says that, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Are you here? A peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Titus chapter 2 and verse number 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of the great God, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us all from, he might redeem us all, he must redeem us from all iniquity. And purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. Seven great principles of a peculiar life. Yes. It's a good place to say wow. wow. So, that's our subject for today. Seven great principles of a peculiar life. Because from the two scriptures that we've just read, we can see that we've been called, drawn to live a peculiar life. What does peculiar mean? Number one, it, mean, it means markedly different from the usual. Markedly 
different from the usual. Two, it means unique and special. You'll be unique. And you'll be special. And you'll be different from the usual. Noticeably different from the usual. You'll be. Three, it means odd or curious. Four, it means strange. This is, where, this is where Christians begin to struggle. When we start, when we have to look strange. And we don't want to look strange. We want to be like everybody else. But we've been called to a peculiar life. A peculiar. Odd. Strange. Markedly different. Unique. Special. We are not like everyone else. As you cross on, because there are many borders and barriers to cross in your Christian faith. As you keep crossing and keep growing and keep advancing, one of the things, one of the cardinal features, one of the characteristic features of a Christian, depending on your community, family, world, wherever you spend your life, is that you will discover that you are becoming peculiar. You are becoming different from everybody else. Now, if you can't hold on to the peculiarity, the other option is that be like everybody else and therefore become less than what God has chosen and called you to become. I read it to you again. First Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. But you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, a peculiar people, odd people, strange people, unique people, special people, markedly different from from everybody else. We are not expected to be like everybody else. Yes. Titus chapter 2, verse 11. Now it will make more sense to you. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. Teaching as that, denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope, and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, a peculiar. It's like God is working to create a set of people that are unique. It's his aim that he will have unique people so when, 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 we come, when we come into your class, your workplace, wherever you spend your time, your family, your whatever you have, we must see that you are different from everybody else. That's actually, that's actually a great credential that you must aim for. It's a credential you must have. That I'm different from everybody else. It's hard, it's tough, it's not easy, 
But I have become peculiar for the name of Christ. I have become different. Noticeably different. Markedly different. In other words, it's easy to notice that I'm not like everybody else. That is someone who is advancing in his work with God. Advancing. Advancing. Advancing in the faith. Growing in the faith. Developing the faith. Fulfilling, fulfilling the aims of God who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. You be zealous of good works. So, how many meanings did I give you? One was what? Markedly different from the usual. Two was what? Unique and special. Unique and special. Three. Odd or curious. Odd or curious. It's, it's, it's difficult to be odd, isn't it? Yeah, it's not easy to be odd. But when you are odd for the sake of Christ, it's a blessing. And then four was what? Strange. Do people find you strange? Do they find your behavior strange? Your conviction strange? Your belief strange? Do they find you strange? If they find you strange, for the sake of Christ, not because you're, you're a weirdo, but, but for the sake of Christ, for the sake of Christ, it's a great credential. It's a great blessing that they find you strange. He doesn't do this. He doesn't like this. He's not interested in this. Sometimes it's like he doesn't even care. It's like he doesn't care. It's like he doesn't care. Because your, your faith and your beliefs will make you not care about some things. Yeah. He doesn't care. Strange. Then they say he's strange. You see them looking at you with 17 eyes. Who is this odd guy? It's like the, when you enter the office, like the odd guy has come. You know this guy. When I was a late pastor, when I entered the office, they, they, they just say, he's come. We can't swear again. We can't use certain words. They say, you can't, you, you can't use certain words because he's here. The weird guy is here. If you use it, he'll rebuke you. He'll start telling you God will punish you and all sorts of things. <laughs> Five. Peculiar means singular. Singular. Nobody understood how I spend my lunch, my lunch breaks. Because my lunch breaks, I used to speak in tongues. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have for lunch? Tongues. Yeah. It's one of my best times to pray. It's like those times that I could drive to work. You see me in the car park, lying at the back of my car, praying. And then one day, <laughs> one day, as I was lying at the back of the car, I remember that day I was reading through marriage model, model marriage, model marriage. And I was reading on the chapter, Dr. Khan, one of those chapters that you teach people about sex. 
So I was lying at the back of the car and I held it up like this. A couple of my colleagues were passing by. And you know, they don't keep quiet. They knocked on the window. And they said, and they said, and the other guy said, okay. It's like when he finished, he will come back and he'll be telling us that we are sinners. Look at look at what he's reading. Yes. If I look my book, I'll, I'll tell you which chapter it was. But it was one of the most embarrassing experiences I've ever had. But when I got out of the car, I told them, I don't care. I don't care what you think. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. When I entered the office, everybody had heard about it. I said, I don't care. But okay, I'm still strange. I'll find the chapter for you. Well, if, if I remember, I'll find tell you what cha- chapter it was. I told them I don't care. You know when you enter and everybody's like, it's like the weird guy has come. I, said, I don't care. I don't care what you think. I will not even explain to you why I was reading modern marriage. I will not even explain it to you. have different types of experiences but hey it's you you're alone you be alone and then sex it means rare rare yes will not easily find your kind and your type wow so principle number one let's start the principles now you know all the principles start with the same way so when it starts you should know that's what it's going to be for all seven. Just the conclusion will be different. Okay. So principle number one, after you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person with distinctive blessings. That's principle number one. After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person not with problems, but with distinctive blessings. Blessings, blessings that will make people talk about you and ask you questions and be interested in you. Malachi 3.17. Malachi 3.17. It says that, And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels, it's not beautiful to know that God calls you a jewel. You're God's jewel. If you don't have a boy to call you a diamond, gold, pearl, sweetheart, God says you're my jewel. I'm a jewel. Anytime you feel, well, nobody has no one to call me. Pearl, gold, diamond, silver, onyx, carbuncle. <laughs> Remember that God called you his jewel. In that day, when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. You see, those who serve God are special to him. He will protect you. He will keep you. He will make you special. He will make you shine. This is God's plan. After you are born again, 
you are going to become a blessing. A blessing. People who serve God. One of the people, I'm going, I'm going to mention their names to you in a, in a little, in a, in a second. Is it one of the things that excites me or surprised me and excited me was how God started introducing himself by their names. You know, the more important you are, people will use you when they are related to you. An important person doesn't use a less important person to introduce himself. They say that I am, you, you, never, you never introduce yourself that I am the, the boss of your employees. Your employees will say that I work for. Do you know that I work for this person? Then they look important. But here God says that I am the God of Abraham. The God of Isaac. The God of Jacob. I mean, it's very interesting that God would choose such people to introduce himself. That this, these, these people said, oh, I am the one who made them. It's like they are, so, they are such a good classic example of my creation and my blessing and my leadership and my wisdom and my grace and my blessings that God uses them to tell people when he meets, when he meets people, he tells them, you know, he says, do you know who I am? You know Abraham? They say, yes, I know Abraham. I am his God. I am his God. I'm the God that he was going to kill his son for. I am that one. Do you know Jacob? I'm the one who changed his name. I'm the one who blessed him. They say, you know, you know Isaac. You know Isaac. Yes, I am, I am the one that he said, I am the God that led him out of, where there was famine. I led him to, I told him that stay and I'll bless you in the land. I am the God, I'm the God of Jacob, the God of Isaac and the God of Abraham. That is God. So when God likes you or when, when you serve God, his aim is to make you a peculiar person, a blessed person. Someone who is blessed, is so blessed that God will be proud of you. May God be proud of you. May God be proud of you. May you make God proud. That when your name is mentioned, it's like, which God does he serve? Not where does he work? Or which unit does he attend? Which God does he serve? Allow God to take over your life. Allow God to take over your life. That when we see you, we see God. We see God. One of the beautiful songs I know in my life. You know, you have to look for spiritual songs to listen to. You have to listen to spiritual songs. The beautiful songs. I really like. One of the words is that he says that when anyone looks at me, let them see Jesus. Let them see Jesus. When they look at me, let them see Jesus. So when people look at you, they should see Jesus. See someone living for Jesus. Working for Jesus. Serving Jesus. You don't get approval from people who don't believe in what you believe in. Yeah. When you follow that, you make a mistake. You make a great mistake. When you reduce God to the opinion of men. 
and feel that you can find the will of God in what weaklings and religious unbelievers think about life. You you make a grave mistake of your life. God is aiming to make a peculiar person with distinctive blessings. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. He said, I am their God. I am their God. I am their God. I am their God. Have you seen the father saying that this is my son? So proud of said, this is my son. That's what God is saying. This is Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. These are my children. These are my, these are my people. The way they saved me. The way they live, the way they live their lives, the way they live, the way they conducted themselves, God was not shy to say, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. It's worth, it's worth studying about these three people. If you have your quiet time by topics, sometimes you will have your quiet time by topics. It's called topical Bible study. When you're studying topics, one of the things you study is characters. So you take Abraham, reread everything about Abraham. Everything. So, so you become conversant with Abraham. Because these are men of faith. These are men of faith. By the time they finish working with God, many lessons, you just you even discover that they were normal human beings. Because you will see their failings. You will see their failings. You will see them, you will see them in a tight corner with their backs against the wall, but they still kept their heart and eyes on God. When you study this, you said they're normal people who went through, I mean, it wasn't like, it not like it was easy. They went through difficult patches, but they served their God. They served their God. So there's no knowing about Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, not knowing about these people stops you, stops you from taking great leaps for God. And serving God and staying put to believe in God. Because the precious, the precious of life is the same as it was in their time. It's the same now. If you study, study Daniel, study Moses, study Jacob, you will be encouraged. If you study, you say God is the same God, is the same God that you are, you are serving. Your faith will be stirred up. Your faith will be stirred up. Not just, not just faith, not just faith in claiming things that I'll, I'll get, I'll, my bus will come in five minutes. I believe God. Uh, uh, I'll get uh, 50 pounds. No, faith, faith is best seen in your service to God. That's how best to see a man of faith. A man of faith is seen in his working for God. That's why you say anything, anything, Anything that tries to take you away from serving from God, you should know that it's Satan. That was Jesus. That was Jesus. He said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. Shut up, Satan. Shut up, Satan. This this is a close friend. You will experience distinctive blessings. That's God's aim for you. A peculiar people. With distinctive blessings. Wow. Now, principle number two. After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person among peculiar people with a peculiar life. 
Have you got the, the, that one? Should I read it again? I will, I will. Yes, please. Do you take rice? Okay, I'll say it again. After you're born again, you, you are set apart to become a peculiar person among peculiar people with a peculiar life by physically by sorry by physical separation from unbelievers so now we are beginning the journey of living a peculiar life the odd life so it's like by separation from unbelievers a believer is not expected to have friends who are unbelievers There's separation from unbelievers. Of course, if you live in a world, you can't, you can't avoid unbelievers. You, at your workplace, you meet unbelievers. But they, but they can't be your friends. They can't be people that you hang out with. When you are off duty, Saturdays, weekends, you are with unbelievers. No. I don't have any unbeliever friends. Maybe I have unbeliever neighbors that I talk to every now and then. We meet, hello, hi, you know. We just exchange pleasantries. One, two, three, four. We talk about the weather. The weather gives us a lot to talk about in, in, in England. It gives, it gives us so much to talk about the weather. The weather alone gives so many things to talk about. Yeah. And then, of course, if, of course, if there's going to be any serious conversation, it's going to be witnessing. It's going to be the faith, which usually they wouldn't like. So we talk about it for a while. They disagree, we argue, we debate, and then we agree to disagree. That you go to hell, I go to heaven. Finish. Yes. Yeah. If you accept it, if you accept it, you give your life to Christ there and then. There and then you have to give your life to Christ. You have to say this prayer after me. Let's pray. That's it. If you don't. I had a 70-year-old neighbor once. He, he, just, he, just, he just told me once, you know what? It's like, let's agree to disagree. He said, he said, you don't know why I don't believe in God anymore. And he almost burst out in tears. Yes. He said, I used to, he said, he said my, my father used to take me to church every time. Every time. I can't tell you his story, but he said the story. He was virtually in tears. He said, he can't believe, he can't, it's hard for him to believe. So he's a member of a cult. Yeah. But unbelievers cannot be your friend if you want to have a peculiar life. First Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 33. It starts with, I'm sure it starts with, be not deceived. Be not deceived. Be not deceived. In other words, don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Do not lie to yourself. Some of us lie to ourselves. When you lie to yourself, it's called deception. Delusion. Delusion. 
Don't tell yourself lies. Don't tell yourself you are stronger than what you are. God is, the Bible says, don't, don't be not deceived. Evil communicate, that's evil relationships will corrupt every good thing in you. Every good thing in you. Do you have another translation that sounds a little different? Don't be, oh, I should have said this, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled by those who say such things. For bad company corrupts good character. When you become a parent, one of the things you discover is that you don't know where your child learned some things from. Because you know you didn't teach it. Won't your parents be surprised where you learned some things from? Yes. Yes. Just know it's the same when you also have children. Pray that they don't go as far as you went, if you went very far. <laughs> Just pray they don't, they don't go that distance. But otherwise, you're, you're children know things that you do things that you, you wonder where, where, where on earth? Where on earth? And especially when they are in church all the time, pray, pray they don't meet wicked men in the church. Because there are wicked people in the church. Pray they don't meet because it's the same. One pastor was standing with his daughter. <laughs> and then he said, certain music started playing in the house. And then suddenly his daughter started singing, Wind your waist. <laughs> Pastor's child, he was wondering, where? Where did my child learn? Wind your waist. <laughs> Where? And the daughter started winding. And then she remembered. She remembered that I'm standing next to Rev. So it's like, ooh. But you see, people learn things. That, they say, that's how, that's how, that's how Bad company can affect you. The world is bad. You live in the world. You will see things. You see things on television. In this age of um, clever phones, smartphones, or the, there are things on there. Things pop up. They'll say it popped up, even though they look for it. <laughs> is that not what you people say? It popped up. But it didn't pop up. It didn't pop up. Go into your history now. We'll see that you look for you search for it. It, it, pop, it popped up from where? It popped up from, from heaven. Where did it pop up from? It didn't pop up. You search for it. Come on. Come on. So it popped up. That's it. It didn't pop up. It didn't pop up. It didn't pop up. Where did you look for it? You found it. Bad company. So you, you have to separate yourself. You know, this even helps us to learn how to separate yourself more and more from, from certain type of people. You separate. There, there is separation. Because the scripture, be not deceived. 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 
I'm a pastor, a priest, a bishop, whatever you like to, you, you, want, you want to call me. But I don't joke with evil communication. I don't play around with bad company. I don't feel stronger than bad. I don't feel stronger. Because the Bible says I shouldn't deceive myself. When I see people with certain traits, I stay off. If I'm watching others, watching others who either are not aware or they think they are, they are strong, even helps me more. That this person doesn't even know. The association with this person has affected him. He's not progressing again. It's not progressing spiritually, not progressing the ministry, not progressing with anything with God. Just, just an observer running commentary, sometimes a critic, which is an evil spirit. When you start criticizing, you have an evil spirit. When your discussions is everything, what has gone wrong, what is negative, what's not working, it's an evil spirit. But it comes from the world you walk in, the world you move in. Be not deceived. Be not deceived. But you see, people who criticize a lot feel very religious and righteous. They feel, they feel, they feel super, super, super divine. They feel divine. Because it's like, it takes light to spot something wrong. So it's like, we have the revelation. We can see what is wrong. You can see what is wrong because you are idle. I've heard choirs sing many times and they go off as they're singing. Maybe the person singing the lead part goes off. And I realized that when I asked the choristers, they didn't hear that someone went off. They were so happy, so involved in the thing that they couldn't even hear that somebody had gone off. But me sitting there, not singing, could tell that someone was shouting. They should take their microphone from her. She's shouting. It is when you are involved in things, you don't you don't even see. You don't notice the little mistakes. It's those who are standing back watching who will see. And who would who would even hear what you didn't hear? You see, when preaching is going up, you 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 something if you are so much, you are so blessed. You are so blessed. The examples, the verses, it blesses you so much. But someone who is not receiving will hear something else and prompt you. Did you hear that? Aha. That's how you become corrupted. That's how you become corrupted. Before you realize, a beautiful message is no longer beautiful. Separate. You have to separate from unbelievers. You have to separate from unbelieving people. Un- people who don't believe. Mm, second Corinthians chapter 6. Unbelieving people. Unbelieving. People who don't believe in God, don't believe in Christ. The people who don't believe in the ministry. People who don't believe, people who don't believe in the church, don't believe in the systems. The way the churches, every, every church has the way they run. In case you don't know, every church has how they run, how they do things. Maybe you would prefer. One choir song, uh, memory verse, announcement, and uh, one soloist in preaching. That's what you prefer. But here, 
We took film stars. 20 songs from the soloist. Then we flow. One pastor from somewhere said to me once that instead of having someone who sings, why don't, why don't I have congregational worship before I preach? Do you understand? Instead of having someone to sing two songs, three songs, four songs, why don't we rather have three congregational worship? That's, don't I think, don't I think it will bring the presence more? I said, that is your method. That is you. That is you. You feel present. I can preach without singing. I can preach without music. I can walk into this church hall and start preaching. I can walk in and start preaching. I actually, I actually don't need anything to preach. I need my Bible and the Holy Spirit. Yes. Woohoo. Second Corinthians 6, verse 14. <laughs> it says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Do you understand that again? Be ye not unequally yoked with unbelievers, unbelieving people, and the generally unbelieving people, worldly people, people don't believe in God, generally them, and then now. Come down, because now look into your life. How many unbelievers are in your life? As I'm saying, I don't have unbeliever friends. You always say, Mitch, I don't have unbeliever friends. So it means that 2 Corinthians 6.14 doesn't apply to us again. No, it still applies. There are people who don't believe in what you believe in or don't believe in what you are taught. As you are taught it, they will also like to talk to you to undo what you have been taught. Yes. To undo it. Some of you should be basenter leaders by now. Should be center leaders. You should be on fire for God. But you are in close association with an unbeliever, with a believing unbeliever. Yeah. Some of you should be missionaries by now. But now you should be giving me pressure. Missions, bishop. Missions, bishop. Missions, bishop. After candle in the dark. Candle, which you shine, you shine your light in the dark. You don't shine your light in the light. So by now you be saying, because there's a lot of light here. Well, you be saying, Bishop, I need a dark place to point my candle. But because you have unbelieving people in your life, you can't even shine your candle in the dark. When you put your candle, someone comes and. Close it off. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. The relationship between a believer and an unbeliever is an unequal yoke. You see, there's an old saying. There's an old saying that show me your friend and I'll show you your character. Yes, that is it. We can see who your friends are by how you are. Or you can't see. Can't you see yourself? You can see who your friends are. By the way you have become. By the way you are. And your outlook of life. And your outlook of ministry. And your outlook of serving God. It's just by the people around you. Ooh. Then, he, then there are questions that are now going to be asked. 
for what this, 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 see, he's asking the questions in case you are, you are debating about the first point that he said, be, you know, unequally yoked together with unbelief. So he asked, what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? That here's righteousness, here's unrighteousness. What would they talk about? What would they do? What would they do? What are they going to discuss? What fellowship has unrighteousness with righteousness? When unrighteousness and righteousness meet, what will they talk about? How long can they stay together? Fellowship. Fellowship. What fellowship have they got? That's who you, you hang out with speaks volumes about you. And who you marry also speaks volumes about you. If you can marry this person, that is you. Don't say you are not like that. You are, you are like that. You are like that. That's how you are. <laughs> That's how you are. That's how you truly are. Yeah. Especially you see people move more real in marriage when it gets to marriage. Oh no, I, like, I really like it. I mean, I'm, I'm in love. I'm in love. Feeling the love. That's who you are. That's all. That's what you approve of. Wow. Is that you? I haven't seen you the whole summer. You've been around? Okay. But you're back. Welcome. The answer to all the questions is nothing. What fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? The answer is nothing. What communion has light with darkness? Can you imagine light and darkness in Nando's? Communion. Communion. As soon as the light comes on, darkness disappears. Let the light go off just now. You see what is called that. You see the definition of darkness. If these lights can go off, you see what darkness is. As a light, light and darkness never dwell together. They can't dwell. They can't mix. They can't stay together. They can't stay together. They can't stay together. They can't stay together. So your peculiar life begins. Or one of the aspects of your peculiar life is a separation from unbelievers. A separation from unbelieving people. Unbelieving people. Unbelieving people. The separation. Verse 15. And what concord has Christ with Belial? Answer is what? Nothing. Or what part has he that believeth with an infidel? The answer is what? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, the answer is nothing, 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 nothing. Verse 16. And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? What's the answer? Nothing. For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God. And they shall be my people. Verse 17 says what? Wherefore, come out from among them 
and be ye separate. Sayeth the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Come out, come, come out from among them. You are supposed to come out from some people. You're supposed to come out and be ye separate. You've heard, you've heard, you've heard of the word the core, isn't it? The core. Another word for the word core is separation. Anybody who would truly and genuinely serve God will be separated from an original clique. Separation. That's why I said this. This is wherefore come out from among them. Come out. You have to come out. You have to walk out. You have to walk out of relationships. You have to walk out of some groups. You have to walk out and be separate. Separate yourself. You have to be separated. I was having a meeting with some people a few days ago. I was sitting there looking at them. It didn't occur to me. I said, all these people sitting in front of me are new. They are new. Because I've been forced to separate myself from older groups who have run out of steam. Run out of steam. No more energy. No more zeal. Because if you don't separate yourself, what happens is that you join them. You join those who have resigned. You join those who have backslidden. You join those who have gone cold. You join those who have a different vision. God, everybody has a different vision. You may think that we are all, we are all fighting for it's the same cause. No, some are fighting up to a point. Some are not interested at all. Someone used to have to say, hey, look, I didn't come here to fight. Oh. I didn't come here. To, I came to enjoy church. I came to enjoy church. So there were seven of them in the, in the room. Seven of them in the room. All, all of them. I've never sat with them in a meeting before. All. And I said to myself, God, God is wonderful. Because if I don't separate, that's the end for me. I have to become like, I have to go and sit next to the, the retired ones. And the tired ones with their issues, their, their little, 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 little stories that have brought them through it. Their little, 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 petty, 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 petty things. Some of them is not even demonic. Just petty, 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 petty laziness. <laughs> separate. Be separate. Be ye separate. Re- will you remember the word separate? How many of you like to live a peculiar life for distinctive blessings? This is the key word. Separate. Separate. You're not nicer than God. You're not kinder than God. And you're not wiser than him. You're not wiser than God. You're not wiser than God. Neither am I wiser than God. I can't change, I can't change the word of God. Say, you know you have to be a bit accommodating. He said separate. He said separate. And it's true, separate from unbelievers. Separate from your old boys, old girls. All those things are there. But what if you don't have them anymore? Nothing to separate from? No. They are killers of your dreams. Killers of your vision. Killers of your calling. Who are speaking to tongue-talking people who will kill your dream and your vision. It's worth separating from. 
I will separate myself from him. I'll keep walking. I'll keep walking. Johnny Walker, keep walking. Yeah, I'll keep walking. I have to keep walking because I have to keep walking. I have to keep walking until my dying day. I have, to, I have to keep walking. I have to keep moving. I have to keep moving. There's nothing like forever, forever attached to no. The only person I've ever told in my life till death do us part is my wife. She's the only one that I have to, um, I have to look back and drag along. <laughs> Apart from that, I, don't, I, don't owe, I don't owe anybody on the face of this earth that duty. Yeah. My eyes are on my God. I have to keep walking. I have to keep moving. I have to keep living. I have to leave behind no serious people. I just said, stay on the bench. Relax on the bench, but I've got to keep moving. I've got to keep moving. Even my wife, I was called. The ones in my wife, what that means is that there's nothing like divorce. But it's not like, we are, I mean, she has to move at my pace. She just doesn't want to move at my pace. Hey, you can eat Sarah like and relax. Just allow me to go to church and come. Yeah. Separate! Separate. Yes. To become a peculiar person, you have to be separated. You ever experienced separation before? You are, you, are, you are far from becoming peculiar. You must experience it. If you are truly serious, genuinely real, John. There are some people who you will not be hanging out with them by now. Without anyone telling you. It's not about commandments. Ten laws. Ten commandments. No, you will know that look. This, this group is not helping me serve God. Yeah. I have to separate myself. Otherwise, I'll never realize my calling. Wow. You're quiet today. Understand. Understand. No, I understand. Principle number three. Because we all like peculiar blessings, isn't it? Like to be peculiar, to be unique. Yeah. Imagine someone says to you, I want to marry you, but you don't want to leave your old boyfriend. <laughs> and you've got you've got you've got this nice prince. You want to you want to be a princess, but you, you want to hold on to your old boyfriend. You want to hold on to him. Whilst the prince is marrying you, you have a boyfriend. <laughs> you kiss the prince. In the day, then you kiss him. No. No. Yeah. You sometimes I watch people and see that they think some things are trivial. It's like it's not that important. But see, the choices you are making is a statement. It's a statement that let's separate. The choices, the choices you are making, the choice you make this choice, you make this choice, you are giving a message that hey, I'm not interested here. Yeah. I know people who said they, are, they were called. After marriage, they said they are not called again. Because the person they married has said originally that I am not called. Now they have also said they are not called. Yes. I'm not dreaming. Feel me, I'm alive. Yes, I'm not dreaming. I'm not asleep. I'm not in a coma. Called with zeal, passion, God. After marriage, said, No, no more calling. No more calling. That's the effect. That's the effect on you. 
Look, and don't underestimate it, eh? Don't sit here as young people and say, ooh, how? No, 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 no. Be, rather be wise. Because I'm trying to explain to you the power, the power of association. The power. It has a power. If you didn't have a God who didn't say that, be careful about it. It has a power. A power to drown your vision. Your, I mean, it, can, it can drown things in you. So the Bible says that be not deceived. I pray to God I never deceive myself. So when I see the slightest evil, I skip away. Because I'm afraid. It's not that I don't like people. I'm a pastor. I like people. But sometimes I'm afraid. I'm afraid the effect you will have on me. I don't think, I shouldn't be deceived. I don't think I'm stronger than you. Or I'm stronger than the spirit you carry. Yes, I don't, I don't tell myself I'm stronger than this. Others say they are stronger than you. I don't think so. The Bible says don't, don't deceive yourself. So I skip away. The Bible says separate. So I separate. I separate so I can save my God. And keep my eyes on my God. And keep the fire. And keep the zeal. But every time I'll be having discussions. Discussions and meetings. Hmm. Principle number three. We should be closing soon. After you are born again, remember all that part, isn't it? After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person among peculiar people with a peculiar life. How? By your pure and holy lifestyle. Mm. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. So this one is, this one is, you become peculiar by your pure and holy lifestyle. After you're born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person among peculiar people with a peculiar life by your pure and holy lifestyle. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1. And you, has he quickened? Quicken is another, it's an old English word for alive. Has he made alive? Who were dead in trespasses and sins. Wherein in, in time past, you walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So you see, there's a spirit that works in people who are rebellious and disobedient. There's a spirit at work in people who are in the world. There's a spirit that's at work in them. (laughs) Verse 3. Among whom also we all had our conversation. In times past, in the lusts of the flesh. How many of you have lusts of the flesh? Speak the truth and shame the devil. Yes. Don't you have feelings? Does your flesh sometimes feel like doing something you shouldn't be doing? Hmm? Sometimes you're given, isn't it? Sometimes you manage to resist. Through blood and sweat. Yes. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. <laughs> desires. Not just desires of the flesh. Desires of the mind. That is what the mind wants. Sometimes we do what the mind wants. The mind says do this. Before you are doing it. Don't things occur to you before you do it. Or before your hand is moving. Or your legs start. It occurs to you. 
It's okay, so that's, that's why he's just, descri- he's just describing what we were like before we got saved or under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature the children of wrath even as others. May you escape the desires of the flesh and the desires of the mind. But God, but God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he has loved us, even when we're dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace, you are saved. So here, he's saying that now a pure and holy lifestyle, that now you don't do the things that just occur to you, the desires of the mind, and then the desires of the flesh. When the flesh feels it, the flesh feels. It feels. There's no point in behaving like you're um, Superman. Your flesh, your flesh does things. Your flesh does things. Your flesh tells you things. Places you go, it's not the flesh that draws you there. Sites you visit, it's not the flesh that takes you to that site. Even though you say it popped up. your fingers to type it. May that yoke be broken today. Yeah. So now you have to. Now that you know that it's like a natural cause, you have to resist it. You have to resist the desires of the flesh and the desires of the mind. The flesh wants it. The flesh can't have everything it wants. It can't have everything it wants. You can't give you can't give your flesh everything it wants. You have to tell flesh, I know I know you want it, but you can't have it. You can't. You can't have it. You can't. The flesh says why? They tell the flesh that because it's sin. Flesh says, says who? Says says God. You must, you, must learn, you must learn to talk to yourself and to rebuke. You, you have to rebuke and casting down imaginations and thoughts. Don't just live. Because the peculiar life goes with purity and holiness. Don't learn. Young, young guys. Young guys. There are a lot of sisters here. Where are the guys? Brothers, where are you? Where do we have more Brothers. I think we have more brothers on this side. Young guys, let me tell you something. Let me tell you now. <laughs> let me tell you, young guys. Don't learn how to mix sin with the ministry. Don't learn it. Don't train yourself that way because you won't last. You won't you won't last. You are not going to last. Don't, don't train yourself like when I say bishop, when I'm in church and I look so pure, so holy, then behind the scenes, I'm another type of person. Where are the brothers on this side? Brothers, I'm talking to you now. I'm not talking to the sisters. I'm talking to the brothers. Yes. Don't learn it. Don't learn how it's like, it's like we can mix the two. I'm like this, but you see, I'm also, I also act serious and zealous in church. Don't mix the two. Because why? Why? Because you won't last. You won't last. It's a trick from Satan. 
soon you will drop. You you will cave in like a sandcastle. Have you made sandcastle before? And the waves came in. Yes. You, you start a light wave comes in. It's like it's still there. The another one. If you see the color of your castle starts changing because it's soaking in the water. The another one comes. That's it. That's it. That's the story of people who try to mix these things. They mix impure lives and holy lives, lives of the flesh. They mix it. They mix it with ministry. They don't last. That's how, that's how can people rise. And people were asking the question like, "How are the mighty falling? How how can how can such a great person is not, not suddenly nobody? But is it great in your eyes? But was he great in, in the eyes of God? In the eyes of God, he was he, he has never been anything. In the eyes of God, he has never been anything. In our eyes as men, they look great, but the eyes of God, he has never been anything. Don't juggle. Brothers, are you there? This, I'm not talking to the sisters. I'm talking to brothers. Brothers, don't juggle sin, impure life, unholy life with ministry. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do, don't do it and dress smart and come and sit in church on Sunday. As though anointing, anointing is in clothes. And there, there's no there's no anointing. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not an anointing. But when you look sharp in this, you are very anointed. No. No. You shall be anointed, brother. You will be anointed. For real. Yes. What was John the Baptist wearing? Talk about anointing. John the Baptist, what did he wear? What I'm saying is that outward presentation does not add to your spiritual quality. Yes. Someone has given us his clothes. What? Remnant of camel's hair and a leather girdle about his waist. And his meat was locust and wild honey. You are eating chicken and, and peri peri sauce. <laughs> yeah. So that's principle number three. How many of you are changing? Your sexuality is changing, isn't it? Yes. Don't, for, don't force God to accept your abnormal sexual tastes and appetites and inclinations. Yes. Don't force God to say, God, we're, we're in 2018. Nonsense. <laughs> Principle number four. <laughs> Principle number four. After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person. You have that. Among peculiar people, you have that. With a peculiar life, you have that. By your keeping of the Sabbath. By your keeping of the Sabbath. Now, for the sake of this point, the Sabbath, the Sabbath is mainly a day of rest. I'm not talking about Saturday and Sunday here. Yeah, not like, is, it, is it Saturday? Is it Sunday? Is it Saturday? It's a day of rest. It's a day of rest. Mondays are my day of rest. That's when a lot of you disturb me. I just try to ignore you. But Mondays, you're not supposed to disturb me. You're supposed to leave me alone at home. It's my family day. Otherwise, when, when, when do I have time? Because Sunday, I'm here. 
shouting. You say Sunday is the Sabbath. So why have you come to church? I'm talking. Monday is my day off. You didn't know, isn't it? Because you are new. So I've told you, tomorrow, those of you will break that rule. Because <laughs> yeah. the day doesn't begin at the you post that text. Bishop, I can, I can even hear your voice in your text. Bishop, you know, I had a dream. I saw 14 angels. One of them looked like you. What do you think it means? It means I'm still alive. I'm still here on earth. Bishop, when your father says he should pray, what does it mean? It means you should say the Lord's Prayer. I'm afraid a day of rest. A day of rest. There has to be a time of rest for you. Do you understand the importance of that? Because there's a lot of, but let no man judge you for an holy day or for the Sabbath or whatever. So I'm not talking about Saturday or Sunday. One pastor pastor came to the church once. He said to me that, so you people, you don't observe the Sabbath, you see. You don't, because Sundays you stay in church till midnight and you work very late, so you don't understand the Sabbath. Let no man judge you on a holy day or for the Sabbath days. The Bible, this, this is my insurance. Yes. Don't judge me whether I eat chicken or I eat pork. So don't judge me also on the Sabbath. Sabbath means rest. Rest. Okay, let's not get into that debate. Exodus chapter. Exodus chapter 31, verse 12. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak thou also unto the children of Israel, saying, Verily my Sabbath ye shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am the Lord that doth sanctify you. You shall keep the Sabbath therefore, for it is holy unto you. Everyone that defileth it shall surely be put to death. For whosoever doeth any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Six days may work be done, but in the seventh is the Sabbath of rest. Holy to the Lord. Whosoever doeth any work in the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Wherefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations for a perpetual covenant. It is for a perpetual covenant. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days, the Lord made heaven and earth. And on the seventh day, he rested and was refreshed. So you have to rest to get a rest and be refreshed. It's in the Bible. A day of rest. If you want to see people who really observe the, the, the Sabbath, if a peculiar people, to talk about peculiar people, the best people to have on your mind are Jews. Yes. Go to Israel and see them on the Sabbath day. I thought you'd say you'd be there. You forgot to say it. You forgot. I just reminded you. Go see them. Observe the Sabbath. When it gets to Sabbath day, that is Saturday. Even lifts. Lifts. To press the left is work. Yes. So, 
Initially, I didn't understand it. Because it's like, this one, is like this left is, you see, you see, it's like, it's, it's, it has a notice and it's something Sabbath. I can't remember what is written in the Sabbath. It's like, almost like this is a lift useful. And then that lift is programmed to stop on every floor. So it's for the Sabbath day. So Sabbath day, everybody just stands there. Nobody is, nobody does it. Yes, when it gets to your floor, then you come out. Then the other one, the other one is for the unbelievers. They can press third floor, 15th floor. Seventh, seventh floor. They can, they can be working, but they, they don't. This, this is a left for Sabbath day. No work. Even lights are left on from the previous day. No, there's nothing like you're attaching a switch. Yes. No, you should go to Israel and experience it. You should go there. You go there and experience. You have to experience it. You have to experience how people literally. I mean, they believe. No, acti- no activity. It's like if you go to Dubai and these places, church is on Friday because Sunday they go to work. Church is Friday. Friday, Friday is their day off for their um, religion. Friday is the day off. So if you are there, you want to plant a church, you, you better have your service on, on Friday. Yeah. Our church in, in Dubai, we meet on Fridays. Fridays is church day. Sunday to the job. Sunday to the job. You're sitting here arguing that Sabbath is Saturday. Be, be arguing. <laughs> I mean, be arguing. Continue arguing. <laughs> Continue your argument forever and ever. Yeah. When you finish, let's argue about what food to eat and what meat to eat. And when you finish, then we, we also argue about what material to wear. It's all there. What material to wear, what material not to wear. You need to observe the Sabbath. You have a day of rest. Take a break and be refreshed. So you just can't take a break. You just can't can't even have a quiet time. Just a quiet time. Quiet time. You see, you have to decide. The point I'm trying to make to you today is that you have to decide that Sundays, Sundays, I go to church. The Sabbath is for the Lord. Sundays, it is for God. Sundays, it is for God. Sundays, I go to church. That's a decision you have to come to. That this day is a day for God. Nothing else, nothing comes to mind. It's a day for God. Student, worker, husband, wife, parents, Sunday is for God. Yes. And parents, you see, your children have to know. As you go, you have to know that Sundays we go to church. No matter what, we go to church. Students, Sunday you go to church. Don't let any auntie or uncle advise you that when you go to church, you will fail your exams. You do, how, can you, how can you fail an exam because of God? Who, who brought that nonsense into your head? Your unbelieving mates, do you know, do you know where they were on Friday or where they were on Saturday? And do you know how far they travel? How far they travel? You think you think they are, they are, they are a, a uni in um, where? You think they are in London? They are in Manchester. They will come back this evening to make it for lectures tomorrow. And then you are advised, you are advised that once you've gone to uni, don't travel because of check because it will what it will affect what? 
it will affect what? What will it affect? These are the aunties and uncles that you have to separate yourself from. Separate yourself from them. From their unbelieving counsel. How can, how can you blame church or God for your failures? Since when has God caused somebody to fail? Hmm? Is that you? Are you back? Okay. Your hair is different. Go back to your identity so we can recognize you. Are you you understand what I'm saying? Sunday church. If you have to travel three hours for church, Sunday is church. Learn it. Sunday is church. If you have to travel four hours for church, Sunday is church. It is, it is for God. I'm saying church, but I'm saying, what I'm saying, it is for God. It is for God. It is for God. It is for God. It has been given to God. Yes, it is for God. It is for Him. Yes. A Monday, Monday to Saturday, become antisocial. Study like you are crazy. In school, we used, to, we used to tell ourselves when you are studying, study like you have no God. Then when you are praying, pray like you haven't studied. Yes, this is how we guided ourselves. When we are studying, we study, we study, we study as though we are unbelievers. And when we are praying for, because the Bible says that the horses are prepared for the battle, but victory comes from God. That's the Bible. Victory comes from God. Victory comes from God. Because you can try everything you can, but look, you, you, you won't make it. So you study as though you are ambivalent. And then when you are praying, say, God, I have no faith in my preparation. I have no faith in it. I have faith in you. I have faith in you. You are the one. You are the one who can give me victory. You are the one who can deliver me. You are the one who can save me. Yeah, you are the one who can bless me. So bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. As I'm going, Lord, help me to remember everything I need to remember. Victory is from victory belongs to God. It's God who gives victory. Don't say if I go to church, I'll feel, don't listen to those unbelieving unbelievers' counsel. Sundays are for God. Are for God. Then manage your Monday to Friday well. Manage it well. Stop eating and sleeping. And cooking peanut butter soup. And eating it and sleeping again. You spend the whole of Wednesday making jack. Jack chicken, jack pork. And oxtail brown sauce. No, 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 no. Let that, let, you see, that, it's not even part of first love that because of church I'm failing. First love, we don't fail. Yes. That because of, no, 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 there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. Sundays, Sundays is for who? It is for him. It is for him. It is from him. From your first year to final year, Sunday, Sunday, everything stops. It's for God. It's called the Sabbath. One moment ago, he said, he said that not observing the Sabbath, the, 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 
punishment is death. But we just read it. Those old ones that this should be put to death. It's like overworking yourself leads to all sorts of problems, health problems, and also you need a, you need a rest. Give your Sundays to God, okay? Will you give it to Him? Is it for Him? Untouchable for Him till till you leave the, till you leave this world. If I wake up and say exams, I have exams tomorrow, so you know. No other I can tell you this story. I can't tell you. I've seen certain things that I can't tell you because of certain things. Because certain things I can't say. Certain things. Yes. Yes. Don't, don't think. Don't think that God is a negative contribution to your success in life. Yeah. What shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? And then you discover even the wealth you want to gain, you haven't gained it. But you abandoned God. You said, hey, this God, I should follow him on Sundays. I should follow him on Sundays. It's, it's, a, it's a living. It's a living that if it's not correct, if everybody has become like that. Because some of the aunties also talk like that. And uncles. And um, people who, are, who have not done too well in life. They, they give this kind of righteous logic counsel. No faith. No believing in God. So be careful. Be very, very careful. Be very, very careful. You can't, you can't go to church all the time like that. Be very, very, very careful. You have to be very, very careful. You have to know, so say, look, look. Even God, he works six days. On the seventh, he rested. The seventh is for my God. I give it to my God. I give it to him. That is where you'll be strange. You'll be odd. You'll be peculiar. And God will give you distinctive blessings. Yes. That's why you discover that he's the lifter up of your head. That's why you will say that by my God, I have run through a troop and I've leaped over a wall. By my God, by my God, by my God. You will stand there and give your testimony and say that, you know, final year exams was really tough. And I had to come for choir rehearsal. I had to go for dancing stars rehearsal. I have to do this film star rehearsal. And I was really wondering, what should I do? But I said, God, I give it all to you. And you will stand there and you will say that by my God, by my God, not by my intelligence, by my God, I have run through a troop and I've leaped over a wall. By my God, by my God, by my God, by my God, have faith in God. Use faith. Don't have a faithless life. Don't live this common sense life where there's no God. And then when you, you've done your common sense, they are coming to give test to that. It's God. It's not God. It's your common sense. <laughs> By my God. By my God. By my God. It shall be God in your life. Amen. Your story shall be by my God. Amen. Yes. By my God. By my God. Monday to Saturday, we do what? We study. Sunday. It's for God. It's for God. Nobody touches your Sunday. The unbelievers, they don't study Sunday to Sunday. They go. They start from Manchester. Then they start descending down south. Yes. They stop. They do stops. Stops. Anytime I travel up north and I see uh, 
people of my color, children of my color. I realize they're always tense on the train. And this, I didn't understand it, but I realized that maybe they think I'm an uncle that have, they have seen. <laughs> Initially, I didn't understand because some, at, around the time of the day, it's like, what are you doing here? Especially the ladies. It's like, uncle is coming. The guys usually pull their hoodie over their heads. Because I think when they see this, like, this is uncle. You go and tell, you go say, hey, Shade, come here. Shade, Shade, where are you going? I said, all that, they look very nervous on the train. Because you're not, you're, not, you're, not supposed, you're not supposed to be in Leeds. What are you doing in Leeds on Friday night? You're not supposed to be there. You're supposed to be here. You EL. Oh, you're supposed to be uh, uh, where? Um, that one, Luton. Yes. Pet Fosher, you've reached, you've reached Leeds. And then you also come in to advise us that we, uh, uh, we, we, we shouldn't go anywhere on Sundays. We should study. It is for God. It is for God. Acts chapter 13, verse 14. But when they departed from Pega, they came to Antioch in Pisidia and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. And after the reading of the law and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent unto them, saying, Ye men and brethren, if ye have any word of exhortation for the people, say on. Then Paul stood up and beckoning with his hand, said, Men of Israel, and ye that fear God, give audience. So they went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. I'm showing you what the apostles did. They went to church on the Sabbath day. Sabbath day is for God. You go to the synagogue to hear scriptures. And reading of scriptures. Verse 26. Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, whosoever among you feareth God, to you is the word of this salvation sent. For they that dwell at Jerusalem and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voices of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath day, they have fulfilled them in condemning him. The reading of the words of the prophets. Sabbath, you hear messages and you read the Bible. That's what you do on the Sabbath day. You go to church. You go to church. You must hear reading, reading, reading of scriptures, reading of passages on the Sabbath day, on the Sabbath day, on the Sabbath day. Make sure you finish all your assignments by Saturday 12 noon. The rest is for God. Are you there? Ah. You look at Jesus in Luke chapter 4. On the Sabbath day, he was in church. And that's where he read, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Do you remember that? Principle number five. After you are born again and you are set apart to become a peculiar person. Are you all here? Are you still here? Among peculiar people with a peculiar life, by the motivation of your life. That is, motivation means that what, are you, what motivates you? What are you living for? What are you working for? Matthew chapter 6, verse 31. Therefore take no thought saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after these things the Gentiles seek. 
For your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of all these things. Verse 33 says that, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. Isn't it? So when you find God, the things that you seek become different. The things that you live for becomes different. The Bible says that labor not to be rich. Labor to serve God. Labor to be called a servant of God. Let it be your aim that I'll be called a servant of God. A servant of God. A servant of God. Not laboring to prosper. To have prosperity, that's not prosperity. Prosperity, that is debt. I've told you before, zero is greater than minus 10 million. Yeah. I hope you can understand arithmetic. So when you are saved, your motives change. You start living for God. The Gentiles live to seek what they will eat, what they will drink, and what they will wear. People live to wear nice clothes. Even when they go to Tesco, they don't want, uh, what do you call the Tesco economy, what? Tesco value. Yeah, they don't like Tesco value orange juice. They want the other name. What, what you would drink? You think these things don't apply? You see people who don't, they said, we don't drink Tesco Valley. We want the thing with a name. One, one day, one, day uh, one of the pastors was hosting us. And I always remember how his wife was telling me that they don't have much, so they can't buy this. They don't have, I said, look, we don't come for show. It's not for show, it's fellowship. You don't need expensive things. So I said to her, she said, she said you know the drinks. I said, I said, you know what, go to Tesco. Go and buy Tesco value. That's I'll give you a trick. And when, when the meetings, when the fellowship starts, come and sit next to me. I'll point out the people to you. I said, come and sit next to you. So I sat next to her on the sofa. I said, buy Tesco value orange juice. Get a jug. Fill it with ice cubes. And pour your Tesco value into it. And put the boxes in black bean bags and tie it and put it away. Nobody will know where it comes from. And just come and put it on the table. When we see the jug sweating. So the fellowship time started. And the people came. The big, big people that she was afraid of. She see them. They poured the Tesco orange juice. Then they top it up. I said, have you seen? I said, nobody can tell the difference. All these people do big, big things, big, big things. Usually it's inexperienced, parochial-minded, poor people who act fussy. Yeah, when you see a fussy, a fussy person is actually from the low end of society. Yes. People who have latitude and brother, they are very easygoing. They don't mind a lot of things. They don't, they don't, they, in other words, they don't need to prove anything to anybody. They eat anything, they drink anything, they flow in with anything. Of you, when you sit in restaurants, you say you don't, you don't eat, you don't eat pepper, you don't eat salt, you don't eat this. It's, it's, it's a, we should go to your house where you're coming from. You will see what you eat there. Oh, please. Oh. Well, you, you read this, what you would drink. You may think that that's a better price. People go to the, they don't like 15p orange juice. They want to buy 79p. <laughs> So that people, what difference does it make? I wish you were there at that meeting. They drank Tesco value. 
the junket because it was in the jug with ice. The jacket. They came up to top up orange juice on the side, then apple juice on the side. When they drink the orange, some of them they don't go and sit down. They stand at the table. They drink half, then they top up before they go back. Next time you are with me somewhere where there is eating, be careful because I watch a lot of things. Let, let me let me warn you. I've been like that for many years, many many years. So this is when people who know when they go out, they are very careful. But I just thought I'll tell you because I see I see everything that people are doing. Everything when it gets to food, I see everything that people are doing because it helps me know who you are. Hey, principle number six. <laughs> so have a good aim, okay? Don't have a bad aim. Have a good aim. Let your motives be for God. Principle number six. After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person among peculiar people with a peculiar life by your peculiar service to God. Your service to God will mark you out. In the house of God, what makes you significant? In the house of God, who are those that we call anointed, called, gifted, receive gifts? The gifts are labeled apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, gifts of helps. These are the key significant people in the house of God. Who are those who have it? Those who are in the service. Those who are in the service. Those who, you see how you help us? The church looks very nice before I come and preach. It's like it's helps. It's called helps. It's called help. I'll even dance and bring a pulpit. It's called helps. You are helping the church to be interesting and exciting and the preaching to be nice. You are creating a good atmosphere. It helps. Those who do nothing are nothing. Yeah. The deceit as I said, they are anointed. They are nothing. Anointing is for those who are working. Anointing is for those who are working. That's what Jesus said. Today is this scripture fulfilling your ears. After he had read, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed. He started listing the things that he's supposed to do because of the anointing. Anointing, anointing is not for show-offs. It's not for you to walk in your, in your room and say that, you know, the Lord spoke to me about it. How come the only time God speaks to you, we hear God has spoken to you, is when you're about to do something bad? You'll be peculiar in your service to God. You'll be different. You'll be different in your service to God. In your service to God, you'll be different. I saw a Reverend Minister sharing a testimony the other day. As he was talking, that he mentioned my name. I was wondering why, 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 why is he mentioning my name? He said. He said, I prayed for him when we were all students in the university. He said, I prayed for him for Holy Ghost baptism. Not only did I pray for him, he said, I took him to a place called the garden. He said, I took him there with others. Saturday morning, he said, I slapped their heads. <laughs> I sla- he said, I slapped their heads. And said, we were all students. Also students. They were students. I slapped their heads, Receive. Receive, receive. Then he said, then he tested, he said he was not receiving. So I took him and I hugged him that he said best out in tongues. <laughs> you have to practice your man of godism when you are young. 
He said, everybody was speaking. He wasn't speaking. He said, and I pulled him out like that. Give him a hug. He said, he burst out his big tongues. It's called impartation of the spirit. <laughs> yeah. that was, it, means, it means that I was peculiar. That we're all students. We all have exams to write. Deadlines to meet. But I was doing Holy Ghost baptism. He remembers me today. 20 years after, 30 years after, he still remembers me. That I pray for him for Holy Ghost. But I can't even remember. He said, pray, pray for me as a student. Oh, Holy Ghost baptism. Oh, slapping the head. Receive. 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 Come on. Receive. Come on. That is it. Speak it. Say it. Receive. Receive. That he wasn't speaking. I said, come here. Is it not nice to serve God? I think it's a beautiful thing to serve God. So we should do Holy Ghost baptism on buses and trains. Lead people to Christ and then lift up your two hands and receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And believe God. You'd be surprised. They are sitting on London, London Underground. They'll start. Yeah, 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 yeah. First, a couple of demons will come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it's Shut up. Shut up. You, you, when, you are, when you are getting off the train, everybody wondering, who is that? Because people will be filming. You say, who, who is that person? Who, who, is that? who is that? Who is that person? Who is this person with this antisocial behavior? Who, who is this guy? Who is praying for people on the holy? You are peculiar. You are different. You are different. You are different. Don't you want to be peculiar? With distinctive blessings. It's for peculiar people. Peculiar people. Different people. When prostitutes used to stand at King's Cross in the 90s, the 90s, that's where prostitutes stood, King's Cross. That's why I used to go on evangelism. That's where we used to go. Be witnessing to them. They would tell, they would tell them that my time, I haven't got, because when I start, they think I want business. They're saying, they realize that no, it's not business. It's not business. I'm changing their jobs. Yes, I'll be witnessing to them. Sometimes then you see they are, they are Pimps or whatever, they are guys. They'll start coming closer. It's like, what does this guy want? You see, they are coming, but they can't come to, because they don't know whether we are negotiating for longer, longer service. Because <laughs> okay. so I can spot them, but they have come to I just turn my back. Say, say this prayer after me. I always remember one lady said, if I say this prayer, I can't work again. Then she said, then she said I have a child at home. I have a child that I have to look after. I said, God will help you look after the child. And I was, as she said, her back was open. I could see all the Accoutrements. All her weapons and all her instruments of service. It was, it was there. Yes. She needs all. So the plastic things, long string, lying there, folded in squares. She was lying there with other things. So I was saying, say, Lord Jesus. I said, hey, Lord. My, my Lord Jesus is like, hey, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, this woman must be saved. Lord Jesus, but you have to be different. Others, everybody around has come to hire them. You have to be different. You have to be different because you are turning a soul to Christ. Then principle number seven: After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person among peculiar people with a peculiar life by your peculiar tithing habit. 
ear. Your tithing habit. And everybody doesn't tithe. They don't tithing is not, a, it's not a norm in this life and in this world. The wealthiest group on earth, the Jews, one of their main secrets is tithing. Yes, when you start tithing, so you are different. You are blessed. You are prospering. I had articles I was going to read to you, but time will not permit us. So next week, Sunday, I'll read it to you. Yeah. But tithing. Tithing makes a difference in your life. When you pay your tithe, when you give your tithe, when you are, when you are giving to giving, when you are generous. So you, are, you, are, you have to become generous. You have to learn generosity early. When you are young, learn to be generous. Learn to give. Learn to sow seeds. You, you grow up and mature a wealthy person and a prosperous person. People think the more they keep, the more they will have. No. The liberal soul shall be made fat. That's what the Bible says. The liberal soul shall be made fat. Those who give are those who always have to give. And those who don't give are the ones who are still waiting to have to give. Yeah. Those who give, they are always giving. And those who say that we don't have, they are still waiting to get, to give. And they don't understand how, how the getting is going to come by. And non-givers usually explains what is in their heart. Because in their heart is, I don't have for this. I have for other things. Yeah. There are people, I've been pastoring for a while, there are people who always have. And there are people who are waiting to get. That's why I'm advising you very early. Don't join the queue of those who say, I don't have. When I have, I will give. Because I've known people for 25 years now. 20 years now. They've said for 20 years they are waiting to give and they have not been able to give. And I've seen people who have been given and they still, 20 years after, they even have more to give. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. So pay your tithe. Be peculiar. Aunties, uncles will tell you that, hey, this church, when you joined the church, were, you not, were we not here before you came? Yes. Hey, this church, they are taking your money. This, but they take people's money. They take people's money. They, they, they've been saved for a thousand years now. They take people's money. They take people's money. They've, it's been saved for a thousand years. A thousand years. It's not new. It's not new. Take people's money. They're taking your money. So they, you, your priest, they, they talk about money. See, they say you bring 10%. They say 10%. 10%. Yes. Yes. 10%. That's a tithe. of all your increase. 10% of all your increase. And watch God. Sit back and watch God. Your peculiar riches, your peculiar blessings, your peculiar wealth, your peculiar promotion. You have things that man can never give to you. It's only God who can give it. It's only God. It's only God who can bring it. It's only God. It's only God who can turn that tap open. It's only God who can open those windows and pour a blessing upon your life. The 10%, the 10%, 10%. That is it. The power is in the 10%. The power is in the 10%. They will say, they will say to you that, ah, 
After you say you are serving God, you don't believe in sacrifice, believe in this. Have you seen them? Have you seen those pastors? Have you seen this? Have you, seen? <laughs> you see, it's rather supposed to inspire you by saying, some of the speeches are rather blinding you. Somebody has given his life and God has blessed him. What about you? If you give a small fraction of your life, small fraction of what you have, can you imagine what God will do for you? Can you imagine how God will bless you? You see, the Jews, they, 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 they believe in giving. 100%. 100%. Like, give. There's nothing. They have, they have no apology for. They have no apology for wealth. Yeah. That's why they are the wealthiest. They have no apologies for. Christians have a bit of a balance. Be careful. Riches. Labor not to be rich. You see, it's easier for a, a camel to go through the eye of a needle and then give. It shall be given unto you. So it's like, it's like it's here and it's there. So some Christians are a little cautious when it gets to giving. So that some, some even resign. From, some even resign from prospering. But you can prosper and serve God. You can serve God and prosper. Just make sure that prosperity doesn't blow you out of the faith. You can serve God and prosper and do well. You look like you want to go home. I would have read it to you. No, I'll read it to you next week. So next week, come. But look, are you there? Yeah, looks like it's been a long night. Are you people there? Are you with me? Don't mind them. I'm helping you. Those who are sitting next to you, they didn't help you. I'm the one helping you. They were looking at you. I actually saw them looking at you. That's why I said I'll help you. Let me tell you now. All that's on my mind. How many of you are interested in the peculiar life? You will walk in distinctive blessings. Stand to your feet and let's thank God. You know God has a plan for you. God has a good plan for you. They said that you become peculiar people. Peculiar people. Peculiar. You're not supposed to be like everyone. You're not supposed to be like everyone. It's not like like I like talking about myself, but I don't have anybody to talk about, and I'm talking so. If I use you too much, you may not be happy. Yes. But it's, it's, it's a blessing to be different. Amongst schoolmates, job mates, family, sometimes even you and your spouse, you say you have a calling. He hasn't got a calling. Or she hasn't got a calling. Or he's not serious about his calling. Or she's not serious about her calling. You see, all these things, all these things shaping you up to see the look. There's a peculiar calling. He called Abraham alone. Abraham alone. He was called alone. He was not called with somebody. 
also called it somebody. I don't know which Bible you read it to tell you that husband and wife have the same colors. Like, it's in this kind of Americanized presentations. You know, co-pastor. Okay, you're, you're a guy. Co-pastor. We're co-pastor. I need to get a picture of co-pastor. Co-pastor, pastor. Pastor and co-pastor. Are you smiling? Teeth. Yes. Yeah, we have a convention coming up in Miami, Florida. <laughs> Yeah. It's beautiful if you're in a ministry together, but more often than not, you are not. More often than not, you are not. And you have to learn how to focus and concentrate on your calling. Yeah. Instead of sitting there for a disappointed person, a whatever backsliding person to dilute your ministry and your calling. On that day, you stand in heaven alone. Hardly, hardly do you hear husband and wife have died together. Hardly. It's rare. You stand there alone. You'll be there alone. Alone. He'll still be eating sausages on earth. Depending on who goes first. You stand there alone to give account of yourself. Look unto Abraham, your father, and unto Sarah that bear you. For I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. All on Abraham. I blessed him. I called him alone. I blessed him. And I increased him. Stop sharing your callings. You're sharing mantles. Pastor and co-pastor. Pastor and co-pastor. One is tall, one is cute. Are you getting pastor and co-pastor? Are you smiling? Yes. Pastor and co-pastor. No, there's one that you have to stand behind. (laughs) Pastor and co-pastor. There you see it. Glossy, glossy pictures. Colorful, glossy pictures. It's like, this is ministry. This ministry. We are ministry. We are doing an East Coast tour. We are touring the East Coast. Pastor and co-pastor. I called him alone. You start pursuing your You see, it, it even becomes easy. The separation becomes easy. When I say easy, what I mean, it, 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 it's almost natural. It's almost natural. I realize that it's easy for me to talk about a subject like this because I realize it's natural for me. It's natural for me to move on. It's almost become natural for me to just move on. To see that, no, these people are not interested. Or they are not interested as much. It's natural for me to move on. I just have to go. I said, I'm going. I've got to go. 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 How long do I have to live? How long do I have to live? She was singing to us 25 to 50. I realized that to the left, I'm out. I'm, I'm out of it. To the right, I'm also out of it. I'm not in the bracket. So if the Bible reads it, it's 25 to 50. It's almost like by now, I shall have crossed my legs and others should be preaching. I should be like Alex Ferguson in the stands watching uh, others. I've finished my turn. Yeah. But sometimes, even for you to still be in operation is a result of failures of others. Yes. Others who have failed. Lukewarm people, they're evil. They're evil. It's not something I'm saying. God said, I'll spill them out. Lukewarm, disinterested, 
backsliding, no fire, no zeal. They are evil people, evil. It's an evil spirit. Because it sets you back. It can, it can even affect you, your calling. Other things you have to do, you can't do because you are surrounded by lukewarm people. People that God spilled out and you are keeping them. can sacrifice, can do anything, discussions, debates, unnecessarily, unnecessarily intellectual. As though we've not, we've not all done well in A-levels in university. Progressing God. Peculiarity. Peculiarity. See, peculiarity. You can't go with any girl. Oh, you know, this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl thinks. This girl, this girl, this girl thinks. Before you realize you are stuck. You are stuck in the mud. Have you played a game stuck in the mud before? You are stuck in the mud. Pray to God for 60 seconds. You be peculiar, you serve God. Pray for grace and strength. To live the peculiar life in your service to God. 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 Some of us need to decide to give our lives to Christ. To separate ourselves from friends and for others. To that I'm giving my life to Christ today. I am becoming born again. I am becoming saved. Ah. Pray for yourself. The peculiar life. That beautiful, peculiar life. It's a beautiful life. It's a good life. It's a blessed life. Ah, shatalabakiba shataya. Pray. Pray. Don't say to yourself, I've done all. I've arrived. I've got it. There are higher levels. Higher levels. Higher levels. Higher realms. Higher realms. Greater anointings, mantles, gifts. Greater glory. Greater glory. Greater glory on your life. Greater glory on your life. Go deeper with God. Get more serious with God. Get more real with God. More real with God. Follow Him. It's worth following Him. It's worth following Him. It's worth serving Him. It's worth living for Him. Ah, don't see I've done enough. Don't see I've done my part. Don't see I've got it all together. Do not say that. Do not say that. Do not say that. Do not say that. There is more. 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 And greater. Greater glory. Greater glory. 
greater grace, greater glory, greater glory. Forge ahead, move ahead, forge ahead, forge ahead, move ahead, forge ahead, move ahead. Greater, 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 greater. More territories to take, more territories to take for Jesus. More territories to take for Jesus. More territories to take for Jesus. Pray that you will run your race. You run your race. You finish your course. You run your race. If you have to run it alone, pray that you run it alone. It's not a group thing. It's not a group thing. It's not a church thing. He called you. He called you. He called you. He called you. He called you alone. Ah. Ah, ah, pray for the peculiar life, for the peculiar life, for the peculiar life. Pray for grace to pay the price, to stand up for it, to stand up for God, to stand up for His calling, to stand up for the blessed opportunities. Ah, Shabadiba Kaba Shabadabaya, Yadiada Sianda. Pray, 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 pray for grace for the price, grace to pay the price, grace to do it, grace to do it, grace to do it. If he's calling you, if he's calling you, Pledoma, pledibasta, makapa shatala bahataya, klebush tayande lebekiastaya, klatastata fire, klatastaya. I want to say thank you to God. Just thank Him. Thank you for this afternoon. Thank Him for His Word. Thank you for the blessed opportunity to serve Him, to work for Him, to follow Him. To live the life that he has called you to live. Thank him for the grace for separation. The grace for separation. The grace for separation. The grace. The grace to live the life that attracts distinctive blessings. Thank him. Thank him. Everybody saying thank you to God. Just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Thank you Lord. Father we thank you. Thank you and we bless your precious name. Thank you for this great blessing. We honor you with our lives, Lord. We give our very selves to you, Lord. Praying, Lord, praying for your supernatural grace to walk in this glorious, peculiar life, Lord. To run our race, Lord. To keep our eyes on you. That we may be found pleasing to you. Pleasing. May we walk worthy of our calling. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. For this blessed opportunity. Now while every eye is closed and every head is bowed. You are here. Maybe today is your first time in church. Or you've been going to church. But deep in your heart. You feel far from God. You don't have a relationship with God. You're not sure it will be heaven or hell for you when you die. 
But today, by the message of God, you have a chance. You have a chance to surrender your life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. To receive Jesus into your heart and into your life as your Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to take the first step in this beauty, on this beautiful journey. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. I want my name to be written in the Lamb's book of life. If you are here like that, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Very quickly, lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. I can see the hand there. You also want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. God bless you. I can see your hands. You can see your hands. You want to join in. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say another time. Don't say later. Today is your day. It's your day of salvation. Just your right hand. God bless you. Keep it up. Keep it up. God bless you. Just your right hand. God bless you. I can see all your hands. I need Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Just your right hand. I can see all of you. You also want to join in. You're not alone today. You also want to join. Say, I need Jesus. I want to serve Jesus. I want to live for Jesus. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. In the back, in the middle, wherever you are, I need Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. Walk out of your seats and come to me right here in the front. I'm waiting for you here. I'm not come. thinking about the Come. Silence. Yes. Come. Maybe you didn't even lift Won't up your be hand because you didn't think it was a serious you. prayer. Now you can see it's a serious thing. Come, join us. Right. Yes, I think heaven Just will be alright. Come. As long as Come all the way. Come out of your seat. You lift up your hand. Come. I'm not thinking about yes, God bless you. Come. No, no, no. Won't be there to enjoy the view. Yes, come to Say later in another time. Come today. We are singing just for you. So you can come. Make that walk and come to Jesus now. Yes. As long as you're there. As long as you're there. As long as you're there. As long as you are there. As your Lord and Savior, come to Jesus now. Come. Ah, yes. As long as you're there. Yes. As long as you're there. Come on, sing it. As long as you're there. I'm not thinking about the signs. I'm not thinking about the signs.
those of you in front, I want you to say this prayer after me. I want everybody here to join us as we make this prayer. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father. Everybody say it. Say, Heavenly Father. I come to you today. Just as I am. I am a sinner. Please forgive me. Of all my sins. Please wash me. With the blood of Jesus. Now say I believe. That Jesus died for my sins. And he rose up on the third day. Now say Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say from today. I'll live for you. I'll serve you. Now shout loud. Say Heavenly Father. Please write my name. In the book of life. Now say Satan. In the name of Jesus. I cast you out of my life. I reject you. I, I, I burn you out of my life. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I am born again. I am bought with the blood of Jesus. I will no longer serve you. I will no longer listen to you. I belong to Jesus. Say thank you Father. For accepting me. And for making me a child of yours. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. It feels so refreshing to give your life to Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. God bless you. Receive your gifts. streets of gold If there never was another world Oh no, no Or a land where we won't grow Oh, oh, oh. I'm not thinking about the I'm sights. not thinking about the sights No, no Won't be there to enjoy the view I think Heaven. We're Just as long as you're there, as long as, as long you are there, there you. Wow. Ooh, I'm not thinking about the sight. No, no, no. How many of you have been looking for your friends in heaven? Looking for them. Yeah. I think heaven. Come, how many come and look for me? I'll be in a mansion. In a mansion. In a mansion. Yes. Father, bless these beautiful ones. Thank you for a new life and a good life. Help them, Lord, to be successful in this life. Till heaven, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Now for all of you in front, today's message, the part that is very important for you is the Sabbath.
that Sundays we go to church. Every Sunday we are here. We are here. Every Sunday. Stop everything. And say, when they ask you, why? It's a peculiar life. It's a new life. Sundays I now go to church. Before I didn't go to church. Before I used to go to hairdressers. <laughs> go to nail, nail, um, Nail mechanics. But now it is church. Every Sunday be in church. And God will bless you. God will take care of you. Amen. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. See you in church every Sunday. communion has several miracles in it for you. Great changes will occur in your life as you receive the communion. Great miracles will happen for you. The blood of Jesus takes over your life today. Fantastic promotion and progress comes into your life because the life that you will live shall be in the name of Jesus and by the name of Jesus and by Jesus himself Jesus takes over your life Jesus takes over every aspect of your life where you are weak receive strength where there has been a prevailing curse I stop it block it by the name of Jesus and I declare receive a blessing every mistake of yours that opened the door that door is closed today by the blood of Jesus every error mistake you made that opened the doors for a horde of demons and devils that torment you that mess your life up that causes accidents mistakes setbacks that door is shut permanently today by the blood of Jesus you will do well after today you will do well after today you will do well after today a new beginning of excellence arrives into your life you will see good reports good results great blessings everything about you is blessed from today as you drink this blood today's today's communion today today there's something special for you Receive recovery. Receive restoration. Receive strength. Receive sight. Whatever you've been blinded to, you shall see after today. Ah, ah, ancient demons, ancient devils that have affected your family, you shall escape. Because you are peculiar. Whatever negative trait you have seen. It will never be your portion. It will never be your portion. It will never be your portion. By the blood of Jesus. Father, I bless every cup. 
And I bless the bread Lord And I declare It is the blood of Jesus And it is the body of Christ As we eat and drink In faith Lord May there be a turn around May there be a turn around May there be a turn around May there be victories May there be strength Strength to win Strength to overcome Strength to fight on to the to the point of victory, Lord. Let that strength come today, Lord. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God. That this blessing enters into the family. It enters, it affects lives that are not here now. It affects lives that are not here now, Lord. Let them be healed, Lord. Let them be well, Lord. Let them be strengthened, Lord. Thank you, God. Every spirit of depression is displaced. Every spirit of discouragement is displaced. Every spirit of mental illness is displaced. In Jesus' name, Lord. Let healing come into your people, Lord. Healing, oh God. 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 Father, let the academic work of your children be blessed today, oh God. Be blessed today, oh God. Be blessed today, oh God. May their results be good. May their results be very good. May their results be excellent, oh God. Thank you for your favor. Thank you for your favor. Demons that have sat on your understanding and have worked against your understanding and your intelligence, I arrest them today. I pull them off. I cast them out. Out in Jesus' name. Every barren soul receive healing unto fruitfulness. Fruitfulness in the faith. Fruitfulness in the ministry. Fruitfulness. You will multiply, you'll be fruitful. Every devil of discouragement, I cast him out of your life. Be encouraged to serve God. Receive strength to serve God. Receive zeal to work for God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We receive your blessings. We receive your blessings. Nobody here, nobody here, and nobody related to anybody gathered here shall die this week, shall die this month, shall die this year, shall die in the coming years. There shall be no untimely death. Nobody standing here shall be murdered on the streets of London or the streets of England you shall escape every accident you shall escape every wicked spirit you shall escape every murderer you shall escape every terrorist in Jesus name be preserved by the blood be covered by the blood be protected by the blood Father, I pray 
for angelic escorts angelic escorts let there be angels around us let there be angels with us let there be angels with us Lord let there be angels with us Lord guide us away from traps guide us away from snares guide us away from the pits of the enemy Lord guide us far from their ways oh God in Jesus name may our ways and our roads and our paths be blessed oh God let there be comfort Lord comfort for the disappointed Lord comfort for the discouraged oh God comfort oh God I pray for the comforting effect the comforting effect receive comfort right now receive healing right now receive strength right now be encouraged receive instant encouragement in the name of Jesus oh God thank you for your blessing and thank you for your help the body of Christ eat it Keep us, oh God. Keep off Israel. Keep us, Lord. Keep your people. Keep us, oh God. Let a thousand fall by our side and ten thousand by our right hand side. But let none come to deny us. Let our portion be good news. Let our portion be good things. Let our portion be your blessings. Let our portion be your will, O oh God. Keep us, Lord. Keep us in your will. Keep us in your ways. Keep us in the faith, Lord. Keep us in the faith, O oh God. Let every dragon, every devil, every creature, every frog, every insect, every spiritual representative released into our lives be a curse right now. I bind that presence and I cast out that presence Lord may I walk with you Lord be comfortable may our faith be strengthened Lord may our faith be strengthened oh God may our faith be strengthened oh God that will serve you more and will do more for you will do more for you will do more for you light a fire in us Lord Rekindle our zeal Rekindle our faith Rekindle our love for you O God Let the fire burn one more time O God Thank you Father The blood of Jesus Drink all of it Now O God like our Savior said on the cross, it is finished. We relive those words, Lord. We command those words to come alive in our lives. Let all that pertains to our life be perfected today. Let all that pertains to our life, Lord, be made good today, Lord. May we say, it is finished. It is done. It is perfected. It is good, Lord. For all that you made, all that you created is good. Thank you, Father. 
that all that pertain to our lives is good, is blessed, and it is perfected, Lord. I give you thanks. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise, Lord. Work your works in our midst. Work your works in our lives, Lord. Let no devil, let no demon, let no creature gain the upper hand in our lives, Lord. Let it be you. Let it be you. And let it be you alone. You alone be seen. You alone be made manifest in us, Lord. All glory to your name, Lord. All praise to your name, Lord. All praise to your name, Lord. All praise to your name, O God. I praise you. And I thank you that the blood seals our life with your blessings and your perfect will. In Jesus' name I have prayed and everyone shall say Amen. Say another Amen. Amen. Let the church say Amen. Amen. God bless you. You are blessed. Take your seats. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week. The Lord is real.